You're listening to episode 32 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. All right, guys, today we're talking about something that just keeps coming up. I put out there often, what do you guys want to hear from me? What do you need to hear? What do you desperately want to work through in whatever it is you're going through right now, whether it be in your business or in your life that's preventing you from taking things to the next level? And over and over, I get the same same version of this. I am afraid of facing objections in my business, or I'm afraid of the obstacles I might face when I put my products and services out there and people say no, or they have different objections. How do I face those things? So today we are just facing this thing head on completely fearlessly because this is a safe place where we can talk about it and break down both tactically and emotionally, mentally, how we can overcome objections because they are par for the course. So take out a notebook. You can jot down some some of these things that we talk about today. I'm speaking totally off the cuff on this one because I've done it a million times. I have to face it myself. I walk my clients through this on a daily basis, and I'm pretty confident in bringing it to you guys. So let's get to the show. All right. We tiptoe around the fear of objection. Like we have this overwhelming sense of, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me if I put my products, if I put my services, if I put my ideas, my story, my pictures out into the world and it's met with some level of objection. Maybe it's people not liking what we're doing. Maybe it's people actually opposing what we're doing, saying, I don't agree with you and here's why. Maybe it's a product or service that we're putting out there and people are saying, yeah, well, you know, that sounds really great, but I don't really have the time to do that or I don't have the money to invest in that or whatever their excuses might be. The first the very first thing we have to talk about before we can go into the tactics, as usual, is mindset. And it's not the mindset of the consumer. It's not the mindset of the viewer, the reader, the person on the receiving end of our incredible content or our services or our products. It's our own mindset. What level of fear are you putting your stuff out there with? If before going to press post, you have this, it's okay to be nervous, but do you have this feeling of, already anticipating, what are people going to think of me? What are the objections I'm going to face? What obstacles am I going to have to overcome? This is so hard. Should I do it? Is it worth it? Do people really want this product and services? My launch is next week. Should I even go through with it? Like, is it even really anything anyone's going to want? As soon as we start allowing those negative narratives to creep back in and tell us all the reasons why whatever it is we're doing isn't worth our while, that nobody's going to want it, that Other people have already done it and nobody needs our stuff. That's where the problem is festering from. When you have undeniable confidence in who you are, in what you believe, in what your mission is, in what you're bringing into the world, you can put anything out there. And it doesn't mean that you're not nervous. It doesn't mean that there's no doubt or fear. But what it means is you have so much confidence that it's going to serve somebody that it's so worth it. Bring on the objections. I know that every time I put something out there, there is an opportunity 
for me to get pushback, for people to say no, for people to give me their reasons why they can't do it, shouldn't do it, won't do it. But I also know there's an opportunity for someone, even if it's just one person, for their life to be transformed through my products, through my services, through my guidance, through my story, that it's always worth putting it out there. And that level of confidence is what allows me to not fear the objection, just to know that it's part of running a business. It's part of being someone who does things more publicly, putting things on social media. And it's okay if not everybody loves it. And also understanding that just because someone's saying no, it doesn't mean the world is crumbling. It doesn't mean that you have failed. And it doesn't even mean that that person is a hard no forever. An objection is less about a fear that we should have, and it's more representative of the fear that the person receiving the information is having. So let me give you an example. If you're launching this online course, I'm sleep-deprived mom right now, so this is as creative as my brain is getting. An online course, fitness course, okay? Like, and you have two weeks of fitness modules that are gonna help them tone and strengthen their core. And you put it out to the world or you put it out to your list. Let's say you put out your email list and you receive an email back and someone says, oh, I'm really interested in that, but I can't do it right now because I just can't afford it. That's one potential objection. Or I just don't have the time to put that into my schedule. Or I'm not strong enough to start a program like that. That looks a little advanced. You might be downloading that information and receiving it as a, those are all no's. They're not no's. Those are their fears coming through could just mean that when they say, I don't have the money, they're really thinking, even if it's subconsciously, I don't know if I actually believe that if I make this investment in myself, that I will complete it, or that I am going to get the results I want, or that I'm going to get this and someone's not going to make fun of me. So you have to be sensitive to the fact that it's it's really one of those situations. It's like, it's not you, it's me. Well, in this case, It's not me, it's you. It's likely the person receiving it and their own fear is bubbling through. So once you kind of wrap your head around and get the confidence in whatever it is you're giving to the world, you have to remember, you are doing the world a massive disservice if you sit back and you say, because of my own fears, because of the limitations that I've created for myself, because of what I'm anticipating possibly happening that might not actually even happen, I'm not going to bring this gift into the world. Therefore, I am not going to potentially touch lives, serve people, and help people to their next level in their lives through my products and services because of my own fear. That is a disservice to the world. That is definitely a disservice to yourself, but it most certainly is a disservice to the people that you could be serving. So there are two options here. If you have a product, a service, or whatever, and you're going to put it out there, and you have that emotion creep up, one of two options. Either your product or service actually sucks, and this is a great opportunity to look at square in the eye and say, how can I improve you so that I can put this out into the world with confidence? And here's a little hint on that. If you're leading with money in mind, your product probably will suck. If you're building a product because you want to make money, your product will probably suck. But if you're building a product because it's on your heart, if you're building a product because you're solving a problem, if you're building a product because you see a gap in the market and you know that you can fill that gap, the money will follow. The other option is your product and service, it doesn't suck. It's actually amazing. 
and it's changed your life and it's changed so many other people's lives, but you're just afraid. And you need to sit there and do whatever you have to do internally to say, this is going to change lives. I don't care if it's one life or a thousand lives. This is going to change lives. I am obligated to put this out into the world. No one can do this but me because this is mine. I have created it and it is for the world and I'm not keeping it for myself. Once you nail the confidence piece, one of the things I love to do in my marketing, whether it be on social media, in video, in my email list, talking to people, people want to feel understood. People want to feel like you get it, like you understand the problems that they're having that you've walked in their shoes and you know the feelings that they're having, including the fears and the objections that they're, they're sending back to you. There is almost never, I would say maybe, maybe, oh, this is a stretch, one out of 20 times that I present something to somebody that they're just like a, yep, sign me up. Here's my credit card. There's always at least questions. They want to peel back the layers. They want to delay the process. They want to know a little bit more. They want to see how they can save money no matter what the product is, no matter how bad they want their end result. So this is where you have to relate to them, connect with them, help them understand that you've been exactly where they are. And you're not just sitting in your ivory tower telling them about something that's going to change their lives, but you really have no connection to it. They want to feel understood. Yeah, I totally get it. I totally understand where you're coming from. It does sound like a big investment. And I remember feeling that way the first time that I was on the fence about buying this type of course. And I remember waiting and hemming and hawing and running numbers and being so fearful of it. And then I realized that if I don't make a change, nothing's going to change. So you kind of walk them through that progression of, yep, I've been there too. I totally know how you feel. It is scary, isn't it? Make them feel related to. I think so often on social media, now we get really preachy. And people point a finger in the content of their posts or in their videos where they say, you need to do this and you're acting like this and this is how your life is going to turn out and don't you want your life to be better so you need to be doing things like this instead of saying, oh my gosh, I know exactly how you feel. I went through that same thing. You know what? I spent five years of my life feeling that way and then finally I said no more. So you walk them through this progression where you finally say, Yep, I went through that. I relate to you. I'm here with you. I'm beside you. I get it. But then you guide them into what you did about it. Because now all of a sudden, they're in your shoes and they can see that progression. If you did it, if you were in the exact place they're in, and then you got out of it, and this is how you got out of it, all of a sudden, they're walking that path with you. And they can see that, oh, wait, this could work for me too. If you really want a deep dive in this, I did an entire podcast episode called 12 Steps to Selling Anything. This is my 12-step method on how to sell anything. Self-explanatory, isn't it? It was episode 15. I'll link to it in the show notes. And I also had a freebie with that episode. If you go to elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 015 you will get the freebie that walks you through the steps of how to sell anything, but definitely listen to the episode because it breaks it down more comprehensively than just the freebie alone. So there are different ways that you can address objections, overcome objections, 
and obstacles within your business when you're putting stuff out there. So there's that one of like when they offer the objection, you go through that process I just talked about. You really relate to them, connect to them, make them feel heard and understood. The other thing you can do is be really proactive about it. You can talk about the objections that you had. And may this be a reminder that you have had objections too. It's not like you, hopefully, you just say yes to everything always, no matter what. You you ask questions, maybe you say no, maybe you come back to it later, maybe you say, well, I'm not sure if this is for me, and then they guide you through it. So that's the first reminder is you too have had objections. So it doesn't mean that you, you know, if you're here now, and you've built something now, and you're doing things now, and you buy products now, you've gone through this progression yourself. But you can put it out there and address those objections that you anticipate people having head on before they even say it. So what I like to do is when I create something, that I know is going to be of value to people. And I know that I'm ultimately going to put it out there, whether it's free or paid or whatever, it doesn't matter. I will look at that product. I'll say product. It could be a service, could be an ebook. It could be anything. And I list all the reasons that I might get some flack for it. What are all the things that people in my market could come back with as objections for this? I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I'm not ready for something like that. I'm not worthy of that. I'm not into that kind of thing. I don't have the energy for it. Like whatever it is, I just list it out for all those things. And then leading up to either that launch or the email campaign that I'm sending out or the social media posts or the videos I'm doing, I talk about those things really openly and honestly. I don't try and hide them or bury them under the rug. I don't try and pretend like they don't exist because I think that's where you get into trouble. People are not dumb. People know what their fears are. You're not going to hide them or make them forget about them by just not addressing them at all. So maybe one of my email campaigns talks about that time that I had that same objection, that I had that same fear. Yeah, you know, I remember back when I was trying to do it all myself and I had this terrible fear of hiring a business coach because I didn't want to invest all that money. I didn't have the money. I didn't feel ready for it. You know, like I was just really struggling with the idea of bringing someone into my life when I felt like I didn't even know where I was starting. And then I relate to that because I now they can relate to me because I've just put out there that in a vulnerable way, like, yeah, I know. I, I remember that. Like, I remember thinking I really need help, but I don't want to pay for that. But then I walk them through that progression and I tell them what happened when I ultimately made that decision and what helped me make the decision to hire a business coach. And then I talk about the value of hiring a business coach and all the things it's done for my business and my bottom line and my quality of life and my vision for my future. And all of a sudden they're walking through this journey with me and saying, oh my gosh, I've thought those things and I want those things. And this is how she got those things. And she's a business coach and I could hire her. And now they see the value in it and they feel connected to you and they trust you because they know you're human. You're not just this person that has always done everything right. You walk them through your struggles too. So I start to put in kind of breadcrumb those objections. Let's say you're leading up to a launch maybe a couple weeks ahead, like every couple days, a post will, through story, I always try to do everything through story, will address one of those objections that I anticipate people having. Because it's not, I don't want it to be the elephant in the room. Like, yeah, sure. People are going to think my course is expensive. People are going to think working with me monthly, one-on-one is expensive. But I know the value of it. I know how it's going to transform their lives and their businesses. And I'm not afraid to put it out there. And I'm not afraid to hide, I'm not hiding a price. I'm not hiding the fact that it's an investment. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out there. And the right people are going to be like, oh my gosh, I see myself in her story. 
I want what she currently has. And I see that transition of her getting there. And that can work for me too. And that helps ultimately convert people in the end. When you go into anything with fear, the end result is bound to be affected by it. There's no way, like with a true fear, I mean, I'm not talking about like butterflies in your stomach. I'm talking about like this, oh my God, is anyone going to like this? What will people think of me? Like fear that's dictating your life. It is going to absolutely most certainly affect the end result. People are not dumb. People can read energy and can feel what's truly going on. So don't hide anything. Be transparent, be real, and walk them through that process. And don't be afraid to kind of breadcrumb those things and talk about them. Get them out in the open. You're not trying to sell to everybody. Let me remind you. I also did an episode, episode nine, on repel marketing, reminding you that you're trying to connect and convert your ideal client, not everyone. Because if you're trying to get everyone, you're not going to get everyone. You're not going to get anyone. So think about those objections you might get. List them out on paper for every product, service, thing that you're going to be putting out there. And then just start talking about them and bust the myths. Like sometimes people have preconceived notions that are just wrong. Oh, I can't work with a business coach because I won't have time. Well, actually, this is exactly how much time it's going to take you. And you can. Here's how you're going to do it. You're going to sacrifice a half hour of sleep in the morning, blah, blah, blah. Like you walk them through the process and you debunk the myth. That is your job. When you're selling something, when you're putting something out there, you're not trying to convince anyone of anything, but you are providing clarity because they might not fully understand what you're offering. They might not fully understand what it is because they haven't gone through it yet. They haven't utilized it yet. They haven't experienced the value of it yet. So you have to paint that picture for them so that they can see that maybe those preconceived notions and all those ideas that they created based on just perception of what what's out there, what previous experiences or anything like that, they will see that that's not how it actually is. That's happened with me. I've had different clients. I had a a client that I'm working with now. I love her. She's amazing. She's a go-getter. She's going to be, she's going to change the world. But when she reached reached out for one-on-one coaching, she said, you know what? I had a really bad experience previously with, with a business coach. I felt like they took advantage of me financially and they didn't provide value. And I also felt like every call that we had or every interaction we had, there was just something about the way that they were talking to me that made me always feel behind and like they were condescending. And so they just had like, we base our perceptions on our experiences in life. And she had had a really bad experience and that had kind of jaded her to the idea of hiring a business coach, but she had these dreams and these visions. She was kind of hitting the ceiling over and over in her business to where she was wasting too much time and money trying to figure it out on her own. And the benefit of something like a business coach, as an example, is they can help you fast track it. So it was kind of one of those things where I had to bust a lot of those myths. Like, okay, I get that. Yeah. You know, I've, I've dealt with different people that have made me feel small too. That's not how I operate. Let me tell you how I do things and walked her through it. And then ultimately she makes a decision for herself, whether this is the right thing, the right time, and I'm the right person for her. But the point is, we have to remember that everybody's coming from a different worldview, a different bank of experiences, and we have to paint an accurate picture for them so that they're not allowing that those preconceived notions to paint the picture for them. Let's talk for a second about our experiences with objection. So maybe your massive fear of objection is stemming from your previous experiences. Maybe you really did get kicked while you were down. You know, maybe you did put something out there And it got totally squashed and you just got defeated and deflated and couldn't believe 
this is how it is. Oh my gosh, when I put put my heart and soul out into the world, this is what I get back. That is so hard. I don't know if I want to face that over and over and over again. We let that one really tough, really bad, really real, I'm not discrediting how painful that might have been, experience taint all the other potential good experiences we could have. Brendan Burchard has this great example that he he shared at a conference I went to years back. And he talks about like, we're driving down the highway. We do this all the time, headed to work. And we pass maybe in our hour-long commute, a thousand cars. And everything goes fine. 999 of those cars that we pass don't run into us, don't flick us off, don't cause any problem at all. But one, somewhere in that journey, cuts us off. And now everybody's an asshole. And everybody on this road is out to get me. And they're all terrible drivers. And I'm a terrible driver. And everything's gone to hell in a handbasket. And we forget that 999 of those cars that passed us did not hit us, did not cause any problem at all. We're just fine. Do not let that one really tough experience take away from all the good experiences you have already had and have yet to have. And most certainly do not take away the potential for all of those incredible life-changing experiences of all the lives you will touch when you find the courage and the confidence to put your vision, your things, your self out into the world. You know, it happens all the time. I had on my heart starting a podcast for years before I finally did it. I had been leading and growing my business through so many other channels and podcasts just kept popping into my heart. And I kept finding all the reasons that I shouldn't do it, couldn't do it, wouldn't do it. Why it wouldn't work for me, why it wasn't the right time, whatever it was. And finally, at nine months pregnant, I figured that was a great time when I'm going to have my third baby to launch my podcast. If that's not a wrong time. I don't know what is. So I finally just said, you know what? I just have to do it. There's not going to be a right time. And then I'm going to have this baby and then I'm going to have a little baby. And that's going to be my excuse as to why I can't do it. So what the hell? I'll set the example. I'll be 8 billion months pregnant and I will launch this podcast that's going to require so much work for me because I have to get this message out into the world. So I do it. And the response from you guys has been overwhelming, completely humbling to me. I cannot get over the growth that has happened in the last several months since launching, the support, how much you guys share it, how much you cheer it on, the I'm scaling up community, the hashtags, the guests that we have on, the people who are reaching out to be on has been a dream. And the reviews that you guys give are amazing. And it's just been this reminder over and over and over of this was the right thing. Like I had to do this. This was the right thing. I had to get this out into the world. And then I got my first negative review. And all of a sudden, I forgot all your positive feedback. I forgot all those incredible five-star reviews. I forgot the messages that I was receiving from people saying that their life was being changed because of the content that we were putting out into the world. I forgot all of it. You guys just all went away. And that one person They were the only one I noticed. We cannot focus our energy on the one reason, the one thing that doesn't work because there are a million reasons why the world needs us to bring our gifts, our products, our services, our story out into the world. 
So yes, we all have experiences that affect us, mold us, change us, help us grow, but do not let them hold you back. I am so grateful for this community. You guys are incredible and inspiring and you keep me going. And I want to apologize for shifting my focus away from the people who truly matter, and that's all of you, to the one person who just isn't my people. They might even be a really nice person, but they're just not my people. And that's okay. This isn't for them. It's for me and for you. The last thing I'm going to suggest that you do that I think it's been a huge game changer for me. Every time that I launch anything, that I put anything out there that could potentially get those objections, I create little snippets of potential replies I can have to those things that are true and authentic and real. Not so that I can copy and paste them, but just so that I can have kind of a sounding board of like, oh, when someone says this, this is potentially how I would reply to that to help them. When someone says they can't do it because they don't have time, this is how I would address that objection. And the idea of addressing the objection isn't to force them to do anything, isn't to necessarily even try and convince them otherwise, but it's just to clarify and and give them an opportunity to see the picture for what it is and not let previous experiences taint their view of what is possible for them. And when I have those written out, it gives me so much more confidence because instead of being like, oh my gosh, I got an objection. They said no, or they said not right now, or they said it's not the right price, or it's not the right time, or they can't, or whatever. I don't panic. I just say, okay, let's look. All right, this is how, this is a good kind of reference point of how I would reply to that. And then I just reply. And then I release the emotion behind it. It's like, I can't hang my hat on every other person's decision, good or bad. I cannot build and base the success of my business on other people's choices and actions. I bless and release every time I do my part. I control the controllable and then I let go because then it's in their court. It's on them. Yes, I follow up and I do the things that a business owner should do, but I certainly don't get emotionally involved in their final decision because it's about them. It's not about me. So if they say, no, that's not for me, then fine, it's not for them. I have to move on and seek out the people that I can serve. I have work to do. I have a mission in front of me. I don't have one ounce of energy to dedicate to trying to twist anyone's arm into doing something that they don't want to do. I am just trying to open their heart and their mind and present them something that will help them do what they've always wanted to do if they decide that that's their path. That's my job. So, so much of this has to do with the energy you give it. Don't get, and I know it's so hard when you're in the early stages of a business or you just launched something, like every sale counts. Every yes is like you are just sitting there staring at the computer, waiting for that sale to go through. I get it. I totally get it because I lived it and I walked through it and I still walk through it every time I launch something new, but that's not how you build a successful business. Not on the back of other people's decisions, not on the back of other people's choices, because you can't control that. You do you. You do your part. You present the value. You guide them. You make them feel understood. You fill the gaps in the market. You address their problems head on, and you seek to serve them. You always lead with a servant's heart. It's going to serve you and your business, period. And remember, at the end of it all, people are going to say yes because of you, not because of your product, because of you, because of your story and how they connect to it. 
because of who you are and your level of integrity and because they trust you, because of your mission and they stand behind it, because they can see themselves in your shoes. So share you, your authentic self, your real raw story, the path that got you to where you are, and your product is just kind of woven into that. Your services are just kind of a piece of that, just one thread in all of that messaging. Because ultimately, you're selling you. Ultimately, that is what people want. They want to walk beside you. So just be that guide for them and know that the objections will come. It's just a part of it. You are never going to get everybody to say yes. And remember that, and I've talked about this before in my sales episode, I talk about the fortune is in the follow-up because they're working through the emotions. When they give objections, there's so much emotion behind it. It's not just a price tag. When they say, oh, I don't want to spend 150 bucks on that, what they're really saying, I already told you, is I don't know if I'm worth it. I don't know if I am worth that investment. I don't know if I will stick to it because I've failed so many times before. You have to walk through those emotions with them, and you're going to do that by following up, touching base, seeing how you can help, How else can you serve them? Be that trusted guide, be that support. And if and when the time is right for them, they are making an emotional decision. You are emotionally detached from their decision. Okay, that's something that you can't live and die by. That's not how you're gonna build your business. So I hope this helps because we're all gonna face those objections. And I don't know, I've been doing this for a long time and they still kind of scare me a little bit. But then I have to sit down, I go through some of these strategies, I write some stuff out, I address things head on, and I sometimes have to say out loud, like, I'm emotionally detached from the end result of this. I am just, I'm taking myself out of this equation, I've done my part, I have to let go, and I'm seeking to serve the people who this is right for. And you just know that you're doing the right thing, and you're putting the right stuff out there, and you're leading with a servant's heart, and it will pay off for you. You just got to keep going. And I have to thank you guys again for all of the incredible messages. I love, like, that never gets old. The show has grown immensely. I'm not a numbers person, but I've been having a lot of fun looking at our numbers because I still can't believe it. And I'm grateful for every single review and every single, even the bad ones, even the bad one that ruined my day, but then reminded me and inspired this, this episode today. If you're loving the show, if it's something that's speaking to you, it would mean the world. I feel weird asking for help, but I believe in getting this. This is like my mission. I am I'm confident in asking for help, actually, to live by my own words, because I know that this needs to get in the hands of more people because there are people sitting there with a dream on their heart, but fear in their gut. And this is the stuff that is going to help them have the breakthroughs that are going to get them to the next levels in their life, that is going to help them scale up as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a dad, as a wife, as a husband, as a friend, as a leader. So will you please, I'm asking, will you please go onto iTunes and write a review? Even if it's not the best review, I'm still asking you to write a review because I want your honest feedback. And the more people that give the positive feedback, that show the world that this show is making an impact, the more people it will get into the hands of and the more people we will serve with this. And as always, please take a screenshot of this episode and tag me so that I can give you a shout out and help push you out into the world so people can see your mission. I am so grateful for you guys. I love this community. You can hashtag I'm scaling up so I can see what's buzzing and what's being shared out there. I'm just grateful for for all of you and for an opportunity 
to share and to hopefully inspire and to guide you guys through those next levels in your life. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all of the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.